This episode of the Same Game Multi Podcast is brought to you by the fantastic team at the White Bull Hotel Armadale. Situated halfway between Sydney and Brisbane in the picturesque New England region, it's a perfect destination for the hungry traveller, serving delicious meals for lunch and dinner seven days a week. Be sure to check out the fantastic weekly specials in the drive through bottle shop. For more information, check out the website at whitebull.net.au. The views and opinion of the following podcasts are general in nature and are not a guaranteed outcome. All personal research should be conducted prior to betting of any monies. All prices are correct at the time of recording. Please gamble responsibly. Never a dull moment in the world of rugby league. Uh, lots of talking points coming out of around 16 and, and the weekend that was. Uh, we're going to touch on all of those. We're also going to preview round 17, have a look forward to the State of Origin game number three being held down there in Newcastle uh, and plenty more other stuff to come on the show. So make sure you stay inside because we're about to kick off. <laughs> Rugby league, boys, it doesn't disappoint. No, definitely not. Debacles by the dozens. Plenty to talk about every each and every week, but more, some more so than others, and, and this week's one of those. Uh, some big talking points, which we'll get to a bit later on, but... Before we do, boys, let's recap round 16. Um, did we get any of our multis up? Of course I did. I, uh, <laughs> don't, back. I don't have my fingers back. in front of me, but um, I got the the Manly multi up, which was Trebojevic, two or more tries, um, was Saab, two or more tries, um, and Manly 13 plus, which was about $8.20. But um, that, I think that was up in the first 30-odd minutes or something. Done. Tick it off. So um, that's that one. I can't remember what my Hail Mary was or my... Uh, Sure thing. I don't have my paperwork in front of me. I've, I've, I've left it behind. Typical tradie. Doesn't mm. have his paperwork in. No. What about you, Chaz? Mate, I was unlucky on a couple. Missed out by one leg. Did get my short thing, though. I was paying three to one for South of Manly, 13 plus. Johnson and Saab, any timers. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Easy. Yeah, I missed out on a couple by one leg as well. And got my Hail Mary up, which was uh, Broncos 1 to 12. So... Um, Pretty happy with that. They was paying six dollars fifty, I think, as well. So not too bad there. Whoever was listening there last week, though, with my hail Mary, I was cheering after that first leg win for my three first time try scorers when uh, Fox went over nice and early. I thought, oh, we're on here, going to get some decent coin. Missed out on the next leg with Saab. He did score the last three, just not the first one. Yeah, a little bit dirty on that, but that's life. That's that, gamble. It happens, doesn't it? Yep. What about your player of the round, boys? I, Ches, I think you and mine are the same, so might go to you, J-Rod. Yeah, I've gone uh, Tommy Turbo, actually. Um, I, I can't fold him at the moment, and I, to be honest, I don't think there's anyone out there that can. He's, um, his influence is phenomenal. Um, and obviously with uh, Cleary out, uh, mate, I'd say he's, he, he takes my number one in the game at the moment. I said Nathan Cleary, but Nathan Cleary injured. Mate, Tommy Turbo, I think... A lot of people will probably agree, a lot of people will disagree, but I think he's better, uh, better fullback than uh, um, Tedesco. That's my thoughts, but, you know, that's that's me. And as I said, there'll be a lot of people out there that agree and, and, and disagree, but, but uh, at the moment, yeah, that was uh, his display on the weekend. Well, everyone, mainly in general, how good was that? Not that I like saying it very often. <laughs> I think he's earned the badge twin turbo now. Yeah, not wrong. Yeah, I think we've got the same ones, don't we? Mr. Ruben Garrick. Yep, Garrick for me. Um, again, out of the Manly side there, so they're, they're cruising along pretty well at the moment, Manly. But what were your stats for the for the game there, Ches, did you say? So he was 11 from 11 conversions, two tries for a total of 30 points. So he's now uh, the NRL leading point scorer. I think what we are saying, it was paying about $3.50, I think that was. Uh, that would have come in now with Cleary being out. Uh, so he'll he'll get a fair jump over the next few weeks. Uh, while clear his sideline, so yeah, I think that price has probably narrowed in a bit now. Yeah, it'll be very hard to catch. I think a couple of tries there as well. Yeah, yeah, two. He yeah, got yeah two tries. Yep. So uh, pretty pretty good numbers there when you look at that. And I think the last few weeks he, he's been up fairly similar with that goal kicking. He's um, kicking pretty well at the moment. So getting a ton of points each and every week. So that's uh, Ruben Garrick for me as well. I could be wrong. I think he's got to try the last three or four weeks in a row. Yeah, at least one. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure. He I has. think you're right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what about your highlights, gentlemen? What was the uh, highlight of round 16 for you? Mine, un- unfortunately, was, was Melbourne. Just class. Like, I, I thought we... I didn't think we were going to win. I took Melbourne in the tips. I didn't think they were going to get us like that. That was just... They're just so strong. I, I, I think they're going to be a big threat now for Penrith. 
I think um, with them missing their halves, I haven't looked into the future of the draws, but if they got to play each other soon, it's going to be a, a one-way side to, to Melbourne, I think. Uh, they're sitting at the top of the table at the moment, and mm. rightfully so. Um, I can't see anyone knocking them off. They're just, yeah, outstanding. Too, too strong. Yeah. They are. yeah, I didn't see that result coming, that's for sure. No. 46 zip, was it? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, just to remind you yeah. there. <laughs> I was tempted to turn off at half time and start watching some ice hockey or something like I like message you, but yeah, bit yeah. of rushing curling going on over there in the north of uh, the Crimea. Scandinavian sea. women's curling championship, I think, might have been on some Slovakian chess or something like that. What about you, uh, Mr. Burtman? Mate, my uh, highlight of the week is the fitness and conditioning down at St. George Illawarra for Matt Dufty to sprint 5Ks <laughs> um, and the fact that Corey Norman uh, tried to outsmart the police when his car was parked in the driveway with personal number plates and his uh, wallet was left on there. <laughs> He's um, pretty, pretty sharp, that Corey Norman. Eh? The the fitness and conditioning at St. George for Matt Dufty to sprint 5Ks and tell that... Um, and, and the fact that Paul um, DeBellin was slim enough to fit underneath the bed... <laughs> Um, and Daniel Alvaro, from what I've heard, was um, was found holding inside a wardrobe. So the fitness and conditioning down there is good for people to slide under yeah. beds and be slim enough to fit into I, wardrobes. I don't think Alvaro was invited to the party. He just hides in there every week. <laughs> week <so. laughs> He's been watching me. Must have one of those handheld camcorders, doesn't he? I think he does, yeah. yeah. <laughs> little, uh, little hole in the bottom too, a little bit of a glory hole there for Daniel Alvaro. <laughs> uh, boys, for me it was actually the Broncos and the Sharks game. I can't believe I, I'm saying this, but... Who'd have thought that that would have been the game of the round? Uh, I don't know if you boys got to watch any of it, but I did. Uh, the return of Tony Staggs, we, we touched on it last week, and he's a, he's a superstar. He just does everything at speed and with uh, intent and purpose and so explosive. So it was really good to see him back. Uh, they did rest him for about 10 minutes and he had to go back on. Someone got in, injured, so he was a standout for me. But, yeah, it was a really good contest. The Broncos got the win, as we know, and... Uh, Paid off with my Hail Mary there as well. So yeah, I think next year we'll see him slot into those uh, rep sides again. He'll, he'll be back, uh, feeling quite quite towy as ever. <laughs> <laughs> yes, good one. Uh, you hard pressed to make it in that position though. You look at our centres yeah. now. So anyway, uh, if he didn't get injured last year, he would have been in, I reckon, and then it would have been making a case for the others to try and push him out this year. So very unfortunate that he did his knee when he did last year. Uh, it was the very last game of the season, the game that meant nothing to Brisbane. Uh, they already had the wooden spoon, and then he's missed out on, on a lot since that. So He's uh, not long ago re-signed, correct? Mm-hmm. So they've, they've yep. held on to him. So when, when there was plenty of pressure from rival clubs too, don't worry about that. Uh, he's he's a hot man on the market for sure. So uh, lucky for them, they've, they've um, grabbed <laughs> What are you laughing at? Hey, comment. It might be end up in the porn industry when it's done. <laughs> uh, all right, let's move on to our lowlights. I'll kick us off. It's uh, it's probably just a blowout. So the the amount of points for and against in in the round. I think there was quite a probably three teams. I think held to nil, and those ones that um, you know played against them blew out to the forties and the sixties. And it's it's not what I want to see. Uh, no, I don't mind it when it's New South Wales versus Queensland, but not week in week out. For me, boys, I, that's not the kind of footy I want to see. Yeah, it's, you know, you see a lot of tries, but I'd rather see a, a good game. And even in New South Wales, Queensland, I'd rather see a good, hard game and lose than to see a pretty crappy blowout game, to be honest. Totally agree. Yeah, 100%. I don't, I don't know where people say it's, you know, a lot of people are relating it to your, your European football where um, it's it's – you know, five or so. There's a tw- an eighteen eighteen side competition, and it's basically ruled by the top six sides, and it has been for the last. You know, your Manchester United, your Manchester City, Tottenham's, and Chelsea's, and whatever else. But I don't understand how that works, or how people are saying that when we, we're under a salary cap over there. There is no salary cap. You got FIFA fair spending rules, where I think Manchester City were fined for spending too much. Like they weren't actually penalised. And when you're owned by people that. You know that they are that money's not a not a, not an issue, but I don't understand where to, where do you start? And I know you can't say a lot of people are then throwing around too when you're talking about results like that blowouts. They're talking about how are you going to put in a, a an extra Brisbane side? Where's that? Where's that? Where are those extra players coming from? And and at the moment it's it's sort of reflecting as, as silly as it sounds. There's some sides that can't even score a point. Mm. So and and somehow we've got to find that talent pool to put in another. What are they generally? You know, a forty-man roster. Where are you going to get the numbers? Yeah, it's a bit worrying. 
Yeah, but I don't mind every now and again you see those games, they're like 50 and 60 to something or, or nil. Especially when it's like Manly or someone on the receiving end. <laughs> every now and again you're like, oh, yeah, well, you know. Yeah, what it's week game. in, week out. It's three or four games a week. Yeah, when it's multiple games weekly. Yeah. And, and it yeah. seems to be the same teams generally. Mm, definitely. Uh, what about you boys? Low light? Well, my low light, Jared, had this part of this for his highlight, but my low light <laughs> is, is Corey Norman. I think they got on there to get one of those wallet chains, I think. Yeah. He has to get, get the, the old, old wallet clip. He needs to start wearing his, the old Wu-Tang jeans with the chain on it yeah. so he can hook his wallet. <laughs> to get to his jeans or his boxes, whatever he had on when yeah. he was in the house. But yeah. No, so uh, bad luck there, Corey. Just remember to you've always got a couple of pockets on you, so you might want to start using them. Yeah, my uh, my low lights very similar, but oh, it's just the general performance of the Canberra Raiders at the moment. I don't understand what's going on. It's it's not like it's a bad roster, but you know, even when you get someone like Papali who goes from club level playing like rubbish, goes to Queensland, and not that he really did a, like improve them a whole lot, but he made a difference. You know, in that forward pack. He's one of their best players, that's e- for sure. Exactly right. And I don't understand how he, why he's flicking a switch at origin level. I, like, I understand the arena and the hype and everything around it, but I, there's something not right down there. And the more and more I hear about it and read into it, I think it might be Ricky. It's probably the companies around while he's at Queensland. Yeah. With, with that side. And, yeah, I, I just I don't understand what's going on down there. Um, but credit to... to um, the Titans on the weekend, I give them a bashing. Didn't see that coming. Yeah, absolutely. I just don't, I don't understand what's going on down there. And, look, I can understand what's happening at the Bulldogs, for example. But then again, Ricky's talking about a clean-out. How's that going to help him? You know, you know you're going to clean out your roster, and then by that, for three years, you're then disadvantaged by your salary cap because you're, playing, you're paying players to play at a different club. So how's that going to help you in, in the short run? And... and yeah, I don't know. I think Sticky's the problem. And if he does get rid of everyone, who's going to want to go and play Absolutely. for him? Are they going to leave somewhere that they enjoy 100%. being yep. being around and playing for to go and play for him? End, yeah. up, end up like Brisbane are now. Absolutely, yeah. Um, all right, boys. Let's um, that caps off round sixteen. Um, let's let's have a little chat about the um, the Dragon Boys. We won't touch too much on it. Obviously, there's a lot been a lot said about it, but. What are your thoughts on the whole thing? I know, J-Rod, you, you think they'd probably come down maybe a little bit too hard? Uh, I just, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's Having said that, you, you know, I'm, I'm a bit of a larrikin and I, I like a bit of party myself and and I like I sort of don't really frown upon it, if that makes sense. But at the same time, it's not good, uh, particularly if they did break uh, biosecurity rules. That could shut the whole game down. Um, and at the moment, the, the NRL don't have the money to do that. Yeah, You know, if it was the AFL, they've got more money than God, so... But, um, yeah, I'd, I don't know. I think they've been dealt with very harshly. But then again, it's for another six – oh, what? Originally six days was the extended lockdown period where you could only have five people. That would have then grown over – well, it's, actually, it's now it's been pushed out an extra week as of today or yesterday. But, yeah, I'd, I'd, I think it's been dealt with pretty severely. Definitely send a message to any oh, other teams that absolutely. might be thinking about having a little get-together after a win, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So Three, $305,000 worth of fines handed yeah. down. That's from the NRL, plus they've been fined by the club as well, I yeah. believe, plus the $1,000 by the police. So This is something I don't understand, but is how – say there's 10 people involved. I don't know the exact number, but say there's 10, right? Why are there – 10 different penalties for 10 different people when all 10 of them were there. And I understand Paul Vaughan's. So he got 50 large from the club because it was his house. It was That's his right. idea. It was just, you know. So so he copped the brunt of that because it was his place. He sent out the invitations, organised everything. Yep. There's, oh, we're talking about this today. There, there, there's different levels of fines that have been handed out. I think that reflects against their, their actual salaries. So That's a percentage of the yeah, salary. Right. So what they've done, they've looked at who earns what. And then they fine them accordingly to adjust so someone that's on 300k doesn't get the same fine as someone on, say, seven, 800k. Yeah, right. So if we're that's talking right. our wages, for example, I've been paying $2.50. A, yeah, someone, a, someone who's working in a government job <laughs> on Motts's and, and um, Gordon Ramsay's assistant over here, <laughs> there'd be millions and I'd be getting given. Yeah, he'll money. be paying you. Hey, yeah. That's why Gerald, Gerald Beald only had to pay 2000 I think. Yeah, he's, he's on minimum wage out there. And Fuck, probably it wasn't even there. Boys yeah. dobbed him in. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so that's what we worked out. It must be must be a percentage base, and you know, obviously he's on eight hundred k, which equals fifty. You no, know, Debellin's on about seven hundred k, and that came down to about forty two thousand. Yeah, right. Um, I'm sure there's astrophysicists listening, and they can work out the maths. But I'm pretty sure know, Corey Norman got about that forty. 
Yeah, well, he's on a, that he's on a fair, well, fair so. whack as well. He so. might have had a couple of baggies on him. That what? might have been why he done a runner. He said, fuck it, I'll get caught here, but I don't want to get caught with a couple of baggies. <laughs> I mean, if I got one of those fines, I'd have to put it on bloody afterpay or something. Yeah, yeah, not wrong. Pretty um, harsh. Yeah, I'm, I'm similar. I'm, I'm 50-50 on that. Yes, they broke the rules. They shouldn't have been done been in that situation at that time with the restrictions in saying that. These restrictions contradict themselves anyway. You're allowed 200 people to walk into Coles. Everyone's walking around touching everything with a mask on. You can't have 10 blokes sitting at home just enjoying a beer. Yeah. It, it, it's weird. So, yeah. And, so, and everyone knows like, that from Armadale here that I work in hospitality. You can have 60, 70 people sitting down without a mask, having a beer, having a steak. As soon as they stand up, they stand up, they put a mask on. Now, <laughs> that's what I was going to mention as well. So, the rugby union this weekend. All the players that are on the bench waiting to come on or just been sent off from the field had to have a mask on. When they're back on the field, straight in the rucks and walls, tackling <laughs> and everything, no mask. Go back off for a rest, mask on. Everyone sitting behind them doesn't have to wear a mask. It's weird. I, I can't understand how they justify these masks in certain areas. If you're sitting down, it's going to stop it. Yeah, you don't. It's I don't know. It's very, very confusing. They wouldn't have to worry about crowds wearing masks at the rugby because I don't think anyone <laughs> fucking watches. So. <laughs> Uh, I stand much the same as you boys. Um, yeah, they did the wrong thing. Hey, they didn't murder anyone, you know, and they it's not like the Bulldogs back in 04 or 05, whenever that was, with the, the whole rape case and all that kind of stuff. So, But in saying that, you know, same breath, they have broken the rules. They knew the rules. Paul Vaughan's a, a serial offender. He did the same thing last year, going to a cafe. Um, so I can see see the anger from the club and the NRL and, and they're putting not only themselves and their club, but they're putting the whole game at risk. Uh, I know Benji came out last night and kind of, you know, said that not only the players as well, there's all these hundreds of people within the NRL that if if the game gets stopped... Trainers, strappers... Exactly, administrators. Yeah. You know, people that work at the club in the promotion and the marketing, all this kind of stuff, they all get, lose their job if something happens, so... People doing podcasts, this all stuff. People, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Not that we get paid, but anyway, hey, even reflects on you know the, the rub and tug parlors on the Gold Coast <laughs> when when play when sides play up there. So yeah. I'm, I'm a bit the same. I, I can understand the out, you know the outrage and and whatnot, but it yeah. is a, it is a big domino effect if it did happen. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, just uh, quickly too, they mentioned in one of the games. I can't remember which one it was. Uh, it was a little bit wet. I think it was a bit of a drop ball, um, a few spills and some errors. They mentioned they don't use those rosin bags anymore, like the little chalk bags for grip, because of COVID, because they get shared around. What's the difference between that and passing the footy to everyone, tackling everyone, you've got yeah. players <laughs> spitting on the field? What's the difference between yeah, a ball yeah. and a bag? It's, it, it's, it's what I mean. It's, just, it's so confusing. I think that they're trying their best to get things stopped in the way of things spreading, but at the same time, they're limiting something when there's, there's something else exactly the same happening next door to it. So it's yeah. a little bit tricky. Yeah, all right. Let's enough of that because I'm getting cranky just talking about it. So uh, let's move into round. Well, the fact that it happened, or you weren't invited. Oh, a bit of both. <laughs> I was in the cupboard next to Alvaro, but that's all right. They don't know about that yet. I think I got my wallet. Yeah, it's all good. Um, anyway, round seventeen. Only four games this game. This round, boys. Uh, a bit of a shortened round with Origin coming up next week. Uh, we'll touch on Origin at the end of the show. So let's get into the first game: Sea Eagles versus Raiders. Uh, Four Pines Park there in Brookvale. Um, how do you see this one going down, boys? And is there any hot news out of the sheds, Ches? Mate, I think uh, Manly's uh, going to be too strong for him again. Like we just mentioned before, I've I got no faith in Raiders at the moment. It's just, they're just too hard to back. Like um, I'll touch on that in a second with a multi, though. But I think missing who we've got. We've got Turbos out. Obviously, he'll be playing Origin. DCE. Cherry Evans. So Jake Trebojevic is also out yeah. still. I, I think even missing those key players, they're, they're still going to be too strong for them. Um, See, so well, Cameron's missing Jack Whiten. Um, and Papali. Papali. Yep. Sorry, Papali. Mate, uh, I reckon it's going to be one of these games again. It's going to be at least 30 points put put on Raiders. I think Raiders might, might get one or two in, but it's going to be a, one of those big margin games again. Yeah, I think DCE and Turbo and obviously Jake's out as well. I think that's a bigger loss for Manly than Whiten and Papalihi for Raiders at the moment, uh, just going on form. 
They've moved, I see here in the team list, Dylan Walker into number seven. I, I don't like him there at all. No. Um, I think he's a, his best position's centre or number 14 off the bench. So him and Kieran Four in there, um, see what kind of combinations they can form. Uh, Ruben Garrick moves to fullback, so he probably might only get one try this week instead of the two. <laughs> um, but, yeah, the Raiders boys, you know, I've been disappointed with them all year. I, I picked them at the start of the year to be in the grand final and taking out the competition. I thought they turned a corner a few weeks ago when they got that win. But last week just put the nail in the coffin for me. I, I don't know if I can back them anymore to be honest, but in saying that, I think this might be one of those games where they come out and, and surprise a few people, given the disappointment and embarrassment of last week, given that DCE and Turbo aren't in the manly side. Well, I can see this one being a bit closer, and my multi uh, will reflect that when we get to that as well. Is it just me? Has Jordan Rapana really, really sort of... Gone off the boil. What's the word I guess I'm looking for? Shut down almost. He's just, yeah, he's... I don't know. He just, he just doesn't have that... Doesn't have that what he was doing. That makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? No, well, I, I remember. Funny you say that. I was I was watching a para game against um, Raiders, and it, and it stands out from memory. And I think he just came back from it was either a suspension or an injury. And this is I'm, I'm going back probably twelve months ago now. Uh, he came back from a suspension or an injury. I can't exactly remember what it was. It was his first game back, and there was plenty of hype. Um, a player was surrendered on the ground. He came through, big flying arm, bang to the face, got binned, and ended up getting about three, four weeks on top for it. Um, and didn't seem to worry him. And ever since then, I sort of, you know, the sort of player that that he's an exciting player. Even when I think he's got that, um, I'll say the rugby blues. You know, when when a player goes to rugby, and I don't know if it was when he when he went and played a little bit of raw. Um, and then came and tried to try to make that switch back. It just doesn't work. And and lately he's been very disappointing. And he was always a player that um, he was like a Jason Nightingale and that you know people love to see him with the ball because what he can, how he can finish it, uh, you know, a, a play in the corner, uh, phenomenal. But yeah, yeah, he's very disappointing lately. Very disappointing. Yeah, it's almost like the old switch has been turned off on the back of him. Doesn't yeah, it? just his back is a flat. And he's just I happy idling. Yeah, just happy idling. Uh, uh, any any other news, Chess? Mate, ins um, and outs. I see uh, Bailey Simonson's out now for about four to six weeks with a bit of a toe injury. Um, I think he's around at Katoni Stag's house uh, <laughs> Saturday night after the loss. <laughs> so he's he's out for about four to six weeks, I think, which is really going to hurt them because he was he was playing pretty well there at fullback. So get the old pinky lubed up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Katoni. On paper, Canberra should win this. I'm looking through the team list, and Canberra should win this. Just about in every matchup. Canberra have got better players, but you just can't pick them. I see that last week form. too. Yeah, it's, just, I don't know. it's so hard to pick. Well, not that it's so hard to pick. You, you don't have any faith in picking them at no, the moment. That's right. Just don't know how they're going to come out and play. Yeah. Uh, all right, I'll kick the Maldies off. Um, so I've gone Garrick. I think he'll get across this week, even though he is playing there at the fullback position. Uh, Sebastian Chris to also get across. Like I said, I think this might be a bit closer. I've, so I've gone either team to win by ten or less. Uh, I can just see the Raiders coming out and 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 making up for last week's disappointment. So that one's paying fifteen seventy five. So only a little three legger there. Um, so I'm pretty happy with those odds. I've got the exact same odds as you, but a four legger. So I've got mainly thirteen plus supercharged Saab, Ruben Garrick, and I threw Seb Chris in as well. Sebastian Chris for any timers. And yeah, fifteen seventy five. I've uh, gone full manly affair. I think it'll, there's blood in the water and it'll be a bath. I actually think. Uh, Manly, I've gone 13 plus, Saab anytime, Garrick anytime, and I've gone Benny Trebojevic off the bench anytime. Uh, and that's only $9.25. So, but uh, power play looking at it, it's up around 11s. I don't know what, but but yeah, I think Benny Trebojevic hopefully gets a little bit more game time. Uh, he struggled for a bit of game time in the last uh, however long, but this is his time to shine. Yeah, I think if Cameron are going to get any points, uh, it's going to come from either Sebastian, Chris. Or maybe one of those little Jared Croker specials. I can't see him putting on too many. No, that's the, it, I don't know if it like the halves sort of reflected or you know or, or what it is. I think they whether they lack a little bit of creativity when when it gets into that into that you know that last the date the red zone in that thirty or the or the last twenty, uh, whether they they lack that little bit of spark and creativity. But I, as you said, Ches, I, mate, I don't know where the points are coming from. Um, and looking through the line. Through their back six or seven, um, mate, I can't even... I can probably see maybe one or two, Rapana or Chris. I don't even think Croker will get over. 
Yeah, mate, I, I don't know where the points have come from. And like I said, I don't know whether it's a uh, creativity thing, but I did see Ryan James is back in. Um, whether he, 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 he adds a little bit of uh, leadership because um, he has been has been pretty good for him down there um, previous before his injuries etc. But um, yeah, I'd, as I said, I'd, mate, I don't know where they where it's come from. Uh, you've had uh, Benny Trebojevic in a couple of weeks in a row, haven't you? He's let you down. Yeah, he's let twice. me down. He's just about to get a he'll, phone call. He'll be last. He, he hasn't been getting many many ga- uh, much game time. So no, that's can't that's blame the only him too problem. much. First game he ran on, got fucking knocked the fuck out in his first hit up. I think. I, I think he was on there for about two minutes. His first yeah, on the bubble, the first time gone. Yep. So, HIA. All right, boys, let's move on to the next game. Uh, South versus Cowboys. Cowboys missing all their best players, uh, except for probably JT. Uh, and South have got a heap out as well. Latrell, Cook, Murray, Arrow. Gagai. Gagai. So, um, I, I think that the way this, with the people being out for origin, reflects against uh, opposing sides. South have got more players out, but the... Few that the Cowboys do have out are going to affect their team more than the big list that, that South are missing. Yeah, um, the fact that South still have their so they um, still got Reynolds, their Reynolds and Walker, Reynolds and your Walker combo, like absolutely lethal there. Yeah, Alex Johnson always brilliant. Yeah, it's, it's going to be turned on here big time. I think uh, the Cowboys might turn into cowgirls. I think by the end of the end of Friday night, Re- reverse cowgirl. Could be. Oh, <laughs> might not have a choice. <laughs> no, I think it'll be. Yeah, it'll be a spraying. This this could blow out. This could be ugly. But um, one bloke I'm gonna I'm gonna highlight from South. Now, not that I'm a big fan of South or anything like that, but Mark Nichols up front. He just he doesn't get a lot of lot of media. He doesn't get. He does not on the. He's not on the front page or the back page of the Telegraph. But you have a look at his stats. He barely ever makes an error. He makes his metres up through the middle and he does what he has to do. He's a hard yarder. Um, but it's those players that, that disappoint me because they don't get any any um, recognition. Yeah, much praise. And, he, you know, he's you know he's a hard old footballer when he has his ears taped back and he's got no hair. He reminds me of the professor. He know? does. <laughs> he does. <laughs> Off the Matty John show. Yeah. So he might be his half-brother or something. Um, news, Ches, any, anything apart from the origin players we just touched on? Benji, just, Benji just Marshall having, starting at number nine there. Yeah, I see. so just having a quick look through there now. Uh, Blake Tuffy, fullback for South. Hey, I, I wouldn't be know. surprised if they put Cody Walker back there like well, they did yeah. uh, last time when, yep. when uh, Mitchell was out. They put Cody Walker back there because Blake Taff, I think he is a bit of a half coming through the ranks, so they, they might chuck him in the half there. That, there. Just, that didn't just seem right to me. But anyway. Old, not, old Wiley Wayne there. might be up to something yeah. there, I think. I'm not, I'm not down there coaching, so. Yeah, no, that's about all for me there for that one. I did see I uh, today Jaden Sewer sign with the Dragons. Oh, true. Uh, for next year, yeah. Okay. I think it was about lunchtime or smoke or thereabouts that uh, I read that. So well, something's gone on down there because Bennett's dropped him yeah. last few weeks. He, he, he's back, back in now, the side this week, but, just um, through necessity, I think. But he's an Origin player, game one. Yeah. Uh, played, you know, pretty good, I thought, and then goes back and gets dropped. Yeah. So something's gone uh, awry down there, whether it's a bit of a personality clash or. Or Bennett doesn't think he's working hard enough. Maybe I, d- I don't know, but that's well, interesting. See, that's why how I, how's he go fitting under beds? Uh, Is yeah. that part of the application process? Or? Well, mate, he, he might have to. Did join he have to do the, a five k sprint, mate? He, <laughs> he might have to join that uh, fitness and conditioning <laughs> class uh, they have down there at um, Paul Vaughan's house. So it's like a CrossFit to uh, Norman's house and back. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, uh, I don't know what's going on there. But generally, from what I've heard, Wayne doesn't really have many personality clashes because he's such a good man. Man. Manager. And the other thing is, I suppose Wayne's not going to be there next year, so it yeah, probably exactly. wasn't his decision. It was probably more, um, yeah, the coach to be. Yeah, coming in next year, maybe he, he's got an issue with. Who him. is their coach next year? Jason Demetrio. Ah, right. That's yep. who it is. Sounds like someone off of Australian Idol or something. Yeah, yeah. It does. Or the Wog Boy Three. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I hey, if, if anyone sues us, I didn't say anything. <laughs> he might be out there on half time for the half time show. Doing a bit of a bit of Elvis or something. They no, couldn't be any worse than the fucking Veronica's. Uh, Mouldy boys, kick us off, J Rob. What do you oh, got, mate? You, Load you, the phone back up, mate. You've caught me without uh, without notice here, but I've actually gone a uh, four legs here, eleven dollars large, and that's thirteen plus South Sydney. Uh, Alex Johnson, anytime. Campbell Graham, and I think it'll be under forty six and a half. Forty six and a half. I can I can probably say I've made a, to be honest. Speaking of where points are going to come from here, Chaz, Clint, mate, I don't know if Cowboys leaving score. So forty six and a half nil. 
I was like trying to find a marker for how many balls Kyle Felt drops this week, but they haven't put it up yet, so I've had to, I've had to change my moldy. If they did, it'd probably be a suspended market, so. Dollar one. And that was, I called that last week too. I said, I'll bet next week's wage that he's not in there. You're right, called it. I think it was me and a long line of others that called it. I've got on the South 13 plus. Uh, Campbell Graham, Alex Johnson, and Kaloa Matagi. Oh, any timers. Talk to me about Kaloa Matagi. Any Matungi. timers. That's paying eleven twenty five. He's the one that let me down last week. He had sixty. Yeah, he had forty seven minutes to score a try. I had my other three legs up by the thirty third minute. He had forty seven minutes to score, and the cunt couldn't get across. So I'm <laughs> off him. He's he's got gag eyed. He has. He's been gag eyed in my books. Uh, I've gone four legs as well, boys. Campbell Graham. Uh, I know the New South Wales boys didn't pick him in the squad this year, given that they were playing. They let him play for South, which I think was good of them. Uh, Cody Walker, Alex Johnson. A bit the same as you, J-Rod. Can't see North Queensland scoring many points, but to get a bit of value, I threw Murray Talungi in there. I think they can maybe only get one on the edge, maybe off a high kick or something like that. 13.75 there for that four-legger. All right, game of the round, boys. Dogs versus Roosters. <laughs> I could even say that with a straight face. Uh, dogs versus Roosters, boys. What do we see this one? Both coming off shellackings last week. I think it was doing my maths 112 to nil. Maybe these two teams... Got beat, the combined score, 66-0 and 46-0. 1-1-2. What do we see? Oh, took, one took, of them's got to get the win, so... Took will come out yeah. strong here. They have to. They'll come back out strong. I think you're right. It was just unfortunate we had to play Melbourne. I think that's what the reason was there. So, well, I don't, I don't, I don't see where, where the Bulldogs, where you rebound, where they start. One bonus, I don't know if they listened to me from last week, Cole Flanagan's still playing, which is good. I'm happy about that. So we'll see how he goes playing against his against his old club. From is that because you're a Roosters supporter and he shit, and you want the Roosters to? <laughs> no, no, no. Why Ria Hargrave straight at him? I've been I've been backing that guy all year, and but haven't anyway. I'm not going to get on a rant again. We eat all bloody midnight. Um. So we got uh, Victor Radley's back this week. Don't Victor know how long. Don't know, don't know how long he'll be playing for <laughs> before before he gets the old uh, ten in the bin. But we'll have, have to, to zip his lips. We'll have to see. Uh, he said he's not going to change his tackling style. so And so he shouldn't. Yeah, credit to him. That, that's how he got taught when he was a junior. Uh, I did notice on the Fox News last night, Tupo signed for another two years and Lindsay Collins signed for another four years, which is a big bonus for us. I like Lindsay Collins. Yeah. A lot of faith showing so, in him too, given he's out with a uh, ACL and you know not, not going to know how he's going to come back from that. So a lot of faith in him from the club there. It's good to see. Yeah, so it's good to see they've, they've signed him again for, for uh, another four years. Uh, so with the Teddy being out, Joey Manu's playing fullback uh, this week. I didn't mean me multi. I didn't realise he was playing fullback. Yeah, so he's on a fullback there. Uh, Sam Verrill's staying at uh, dummy half. I, I quite I quite like him there. Uh, he's been better than the few substitutes we've had uh, in the f- few previous months. There we go. Lockie Lamb's playing off the bench, number fourteen. Uh, so we've got. Drew Hutchison, I'm pretty sure his halves combo this week with Sammy Walker, so they might they might swap him out after a while if things are going a bit uh, skew if. You want to kick off the Maldies? Go for it, bud. All right. Roosters to win between 21 and 30 points. Tupo, Ikevalu, Sam... 21. <laughs> Tupo, Ikevalu, Sammy Walker, any timers, and Roosters to win both halves. That's paying $30.50. Nice juicy odds there. Um, I've gone four, five legs here. Uh, all roosters: Ikevalu, Jay Morris, Manu, Sammy Walker, all to get across, and over forty-eight and a half total points for a sum of nineteen seventy-five. Well, I've gone short, but I've gone all the. It's roosters affair thirteen plus, obviously, um, and I've gone the two wingers, two and well, what I thought was going to be a centre, but it's not. So it's Manu, Morris, Ikevalu, Tupo, Roostero. Thirteen plus oh, <laughs> and how much oh? Thirteen dollars. Uh no. yeah, we'll say thirteens. Nah, eight dollars twenty. Eight twenty. Oh, okay. Right, yeah. Last game of the round, boys. Sharks versus Warriors. Coming off that loss to Brisbane last week, and uh, Warriors coming off that one point loss to the Dragons. Uh, I don't think they got any invites to the party either. Uh, any anything, Ches? What do you got? But I'll be happy. Chad Townsend's out this week. Yeah, yes. for a few weeks too. I think. <laughs> See you later, Alligator. Signing mid-season plays one game out for six. Uh, Andrew Fafita coming back for the Sharks. Really? Who? who? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Andrew who? Andrew Fafita. We'll see how he goes. Um, looking at the team list, I haven't named him on the actual starting team list. He's been put in the reserves, so 
I don't think you'll get past that that point there. So hold your money off him. Have you heard anything more about him going to England? Not not too much, no. Because it was a big hype, and then it's just gone. I haven't heard anything. Warriors get uh, pretty lucky this week. They get uh, Matt Lodge jumping across ship there from Brisbane. He starts with them. Uh, Cody Nicarima and Reese Walsh playing again as well this week. So they'll come out pretty strong. I, I think Sharkies might have the edge on them though this week. It's got a feeling. Yeah, I think there's. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's the Warriors are so hard to tip. Flip the coin. It's you know heads or tails, but. Um, I think yeah, it's going to be one of those games like we had last week with the yeah you know, that couple of points in it. Matt Lodge is that good or bad? How do you see that? Well, is wait. there not is there not someone in their junior system that's because Matt Lodge hasn't done a hell of a lot for, for for Brisbane. It was about five weeks ago, I think it was. They were talking about him going to the Roosters. That all got shut down. Everything was quiet and didn't hear why it didn't happen. Now he's got that immediately uh, immediate transfer over to the to the Warriors. I, I don't know. I, it's probably good for him. Yeah, um, well, he, well, he'll get he'll get plenty of game time over there, I'd imagine. He will. But yeah, I'd, surely there's someone in the system, or there's someone else out there that you know. I I I think it's a ba- I think it's a backward step for him. Yeah, I think that they unless they they're, so unless they're going into like the threatening of women and children category, <laughs> then, then they'll be they'll be winning the comp. But I I don't rate Matt Lodge at all. I think I think it's a I think it's a backward step to be honest. Yeah, I think it's a good uh, it's good for him. I can't see the Warriors making a huge benefit out of and it, and probably good for the Broncos. They've offloaded him. Uh, yeah, only, only paying half the half the freight on that. I think so. They've they've freed up probably about four to five hundred k off their uh, salary cap, and hopefully they can get someone in um, who who might be worth that. So I think Warriors this year they've been one of the teams got hit the hardest by injuries. I don't know whether they bought him just to have a bit of security, so they got they have an extra forward there as well. I, I don't know. Because uh, he was on five year contract, yeah, yeah, I think from memory. So he'd, he'd still it still have two years left. So I suppose it might be a little bit of a bargain, depends on which way you see it. But you'd have you'd have to have a clause in there. Yeah, I know Gus is a big fan of him from everything I've heard. So I'm sure he had a fair bit to do with getting him to the club, given that he's part of their system now. So their ten year plan, and, and you pick him up for for three hundred or four hundred. Yeah, you know, he's probably not too bad, but you can't pay him eight hundred. No, that's what the Broncos not. were doing. So, uh, Moldy's boys, Ches, did you want to kick us off again, mate? You did mate, so good last time. I will. I have got Ronaldo Molitalo. Now this man's got his last chance for me. Jesse Ramian and a Rocco Berry. That's paying twelve dollars and seventy five cents. Like I love so that name, Rocco Berry. They're cool, aren't they? Wish I had a cool name, Herbie Farnworth. Wish I had a good name. Anyway. Herbie fully loaded. <laughs> <laughs> Ernest goes to camp. Yeah, so Jesse Rahman is on his last legs with me. Yeah, so this eight. is his last week. How much? Twelve. Twelve seventy five. Nice, nice. Well, I've got Malatalo as well. I've got Cronulla one to twelve. I think it might be. I think it'll be tighter than a lot of people think. And points under forty nine and a half. This is a game to stay away from. I, I think, and um, that's ten dollars eighty. Yeah, I've got Mulatalo as well. So we all got him. Uh, William Kennedy, Reese Walsh. He's back playing uh, there for for Warriors in the fullback position. And I've got Sharks the first. Uh, and I've also got the Sharks uh, score the first try. Uh, twelve dollars fifty on that one. Uh, let's jump into our sure thing, boys, because we've got a fair bit of talk about origin, so let's wrap this up. Sure thing for me, I've got uh, Roosters to cover the line at minus 22.5, and that paying a $1.90, so pretty uh, pretty sure thing there, I think. Now you know how it works. <laughs> Alex Johnson, first try scorer. Only sixes. He's only six. Mm. Generally, your first try scorer is you know, up around that, but I think he'll be on the receipt. I think it'll be, uh, as I said... It'll be a spraying up there or down there wherever they're playing, um, and yeah, I think he'll be first try scorer. Well, we've he'd be, you know, good chance. So six bucks. I was trying to come up for a name with this one. I didn't get it until I seen the odds. This one's called Playing with the Devil, and it's worth six dollars and sixty six cents. <laughs> Mainly South Roosters all head to head. Saab, AJ, and Tupo any timers. All in. Yeah, six legger, six dollars and sixty six cents. Playing with the devil. What about your Hail Mary? I'm I'm calling mine Betty Davis eyes. I'm going with Reese Walsh first try scorer with those sexy eyes of his. Uh and that one's fourteen bucks. His, his eyes look like a cracked egg. Like they <laughs> really? I don't know, they're weird. I was gonna say a crackhead. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, you know, unless he doesn't sue me. 
Oh, so uh, my uh, looking at me, everyone's just looking at me here in the studio. Um, I've actually gone a, another first try scorer, uh, and I think I'm going to lock in. It's going to be Kieran Foran, first try scorer. I think he'd be because he'll be in charge, obviously, and I think he might jink close to the line if he gets the chance. Twenty uh, threes if he if he does. Juicy. This one here is called Dark Horse Hopes. Now I've got Warriors to win one to twelve. And the Bulldogs with a 23 and a half start. And that's paying $7.60. Yeah, nice. Yeah, don't waste your money. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All good. That's uh, that's not a bad bet as well. So that's round 17 all done and dusted, boys. We got a uh, bit of time to talk about Origin. Yeah, we'll have time. A quick half-time. Better get a quick stubby. Yeah, all right. Sounds good. We'll have a quick little half-time break here and uh, restock the fridge. So uh, make sure you stay with us because we will be back straight after this. This episode of the Same Game Multi Podcast is brought to you by the fantastic team at the White Bull Hotel Armadale. Situated halfway between Sydney and Brisbane in the picturesque New England region, it's a perfect destination for the hungry traveller, serving delicious meals for lunch and dinner seven days a week. Be sure to check out the fantastic weekly specials in the drive through bottle shop. For more information, check out the website at whitebull.net.au. All right, we're back from our break. Thanks for staying with us. Uh, we're going to talk all things origin. Uh, before we do, boys, the White Bull Hotel, a little shout-out. Uh, great sponsors of the show. Uh, thank you for your continued support. And uh, head on down to, to the White Bull for all your uh, pub and bottle shop needs. Uh, origin, boys, what do we think of the side? Or- New South Wales being decimated by injuries. Uh, both the halves out We've got front rowers going down With rib cartilage injury I'll tell you what Luckily we wrapped the series up in game two Well th- funny you say that I think our depth is And w- when you talk about You've got players like Tony Stagg Who's in a is in a waiting list And it, when you add it up It's a long waiting list um, I think we're in a good spot And we will be for the for the next however long um, And it's and you know when, when you can Someone as good as Cleary Is out Someone like Mitchell Moses come in, someone like um, you know your you, you forwards. Mate, we're bursting at the seams, um, and and I think a lot of people probably disagree with me, but I think it's going to be another drumming. I reckon we're going to drum them again. Well, the odds are saying that we're a dollar yeah forty eight or something, so five dollars sixty or something for the, yeah. for the Queenslanders. So I think they agree with you. Uh, pretty good squad when you can call on Dale Finucane to come in. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, so he's, he's another he's silent achiever. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So, pretty good there. Uh, whereas, you know, on the other hand, Queensland have obviously struggled for a lot of depth, uh, especially in that centres. They've gone to uh, the young hammer time, uh, Tabuai Fado from, from North Queensland. Hey, I love the kid, and he's fucking really exciting to watch, and they, and they need something. But centre's not his best position. He plays no. better in the wing, personally. Absolutely. He's been playing in centre the last few weeks for the Cowboys. But coming up against Turbo and or Luttrell, it's a different beast all again. Especially when the when those boys are coming off such good form. Um, you know, Trebojevic at the moment, freak. Probably, the you know, the best in the game. Um, flip the coin for Tedesco at fullback, one of the best in the game. And on the other side, Latrell Mitchell, who missed out by a bee's whisker on man of the match in the last game and played crazy. Yep. You know, I, yeah, I think he, he, might have, he, he might have trouble in the centres. Yeah, well, I, think, I think you might be right, mate. Yeah, sort of similar to you, but I think they're going to win by a fair bit. It's going to be different to watch. It's going to be a real different style from those last two games, from that, that the half combination changes. I don't think we'll see as much uh, flare out on the sides with like Toto, getting his balls and stuff from his teammates. Uh, obviously, he doesn't play with the with the new half combos there, but it's going to, it's going to be different to watch. And I think that's going to make it even more exciting. What do you think of the halves, boys? I know you're a, a paraman para and probably going to back Moses, but there was strong mail going around that it was going to be the South combo of Reynolds and Walker, uh, which would have linked in with, obviously, Cook and Luttrell uh, and, and um, Cam Murray, but that didn't happen. What, what's your thoughts on the halves? Well, it, 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 make, it makes sense to, you know, that's that's a fair bit of that is, apart from Tedesco, obviously, that's basically the Rabbitohs' spine. They play week in, week out. They train in. They train with each other week in, week out. Um, it, it sort of makes sense, but I don't know what what's happened there or whether, the, you know, I don't know. I'm not 100% sure what's going on, but it sort of makes sense to, to, to do that. But, you know, I, I suppose Freddie, um, who else is there? Greg Alexander, uh, um, Andrew Johns is in there as well. Obviously, those guys have, have thought otherwise. And um, I, I'd, 
if righto boys, I'll, I'll put this out. If it was one all, yeah, I was just about to say the same thing. If it's one all, I think they go with Reynolds Walker. Yeah, I think they've gone Moses to to blood him in yeah. a game that doesn't really mean much. Obviously, a whitewash would be good, but I think that's the reason they're probably looking to the future, as opposed to if they went with Reynolds and Walker, not going back to. Back in time, but they're kind of in the here and now. Yeah, absolutely. Whereas I think they're looking forward now. They got the series wrapped up, and I think you're right. If it was one all, I don't know if Moses and Walk, yeah. um, Whiten, sorry, Whiten. would be yeah. the hardest combination. See, I, I think that's a very similar process to obviously the boys. Um, so Clint Gutherson and Stefano Okatikamano from from yeah, it's a bit of a tongue twister. <laughs> Only yeah. reason why I know because he's a Parramatta junior, but sound like Morse code. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Stefano Okatikamano. He's uh, so those boys have obviously come in as as an extended squad, um, only because they, you know, Parra's got the buy and and Tigers got the buy as well. Um, but it's good to see them in playing in. You know, they're around that atmosphere, yeah. um, and it'll better them as players. And I, th- and I sort of have a funny feeling that's that might be what they're trying to do with Moses. Yeah. Um, I and as I right. said, it's like worst case scenario, we lose, and and you know, people will blow up here and there, but you know, the, the competition's done. It's in the bag. But uh, I, th- I think, yeah, that's the, as I said, if it was one all, I think we could be looking at a little different story. Yep. You, you sort of beat right. me to that one there, Clint, uh, with Moses getting him in early. Another plan I had in the back of my head, a lot of people disagree, would be, would be run Pierce back on, put him back on the squad. He's been there, he's done it. He knows what to do. If he, if he did get a, like one more crack, I think with uh, Ponga playing as well, they're going to take that hype back to Newcastle. They would have really lifted, they've lifted their squad. He's not playing his best. He's just back from that injury. That they, they're not going to risk it. Yeah. I think you're right. I'm, if it I'm, was... I'm very excited to see this, like, this combo. Um it's, it's going to be interesting to watch, and I think it's good that they're giving Moses a crack, letting him go, giving him the, the week on there for the for, for the Blues, and I think it's, it's just going to be a bonus for him, and I think it's going to boost power as well. See, I, I, I don't understand what Mitchell Pearce did so wrong for so many years. People just blame him. I think as a, he's a sacrificial lamb. It was, just, it was just an easy target. He was one of the best defenders going for a small man too. 100%. He just chopped those big guys down real quick. Yeah. He was, he just come up against the best Queensland squad ever. Exactly that right. His, that was his only problem. And, uh, and you know, when they when they talk about like his creativity and stuff, just remember your fullback's job is to create, your nine's job is to create, and just remember he had a six next to him as well. And, and it's also your Ford's job to, to oh, lay a platform for you yeah. to create, which I don't think he had that for those many years that he's in there. Yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, luckily for Pearcey, he did get that uh, series victory a couple of years ago when he got called in for I think game three, and and uh, Fergo made that break down the side and pass into Teddy. And there's that famous picture of, of Piercy. I, I love it. He's in the background with the finger up just as Teddy's going over. I, I really felt for him in that moment. Um, so thankfully he did get that. But I think he's much the same, Ches. If he were to go to Pierce, you're probably going back a little bit. I yeah. think where they're looking forward now. Yeah. Given that the series is wrapped up. Um, and I, I still think we'll get the victory too, to be honest. So back then too, it was pretty much Blues versus Australia, really, wasn't it? Yeah. And it's basically switched now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, would, Papa Leahy, Christian Welch, Munster would be the only three, I think, out of yeah, Queensland I, squad. I can't I, pick many more than that. I don't know. What are your thoughts on... Would you go on, Munster? I, I think it would just on previous form. Yeah, he's not playing well at the moment, but Queensland's not playing well, if you know what I mean. Um, when he's on, he's a freak. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm talking about for Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Yeah. If you put him in with the New South Wales squad, though, if he was if he was New South Wales, we'd be saying how fucking good he is. 100%. You know what I mean? I think he's playing in a beaten side, a beaten pack, uh, not much around him that's giving him much support. I think if he was playing in New South Wales, he'd be the best player in the game. Uh, and if he was in the Australian side, he'd be playing with mostly New South Wales. So, so how do you how do you think shine. he goes? So he's, he's a, uh, what would you say, a territorial dominated player, right? So he's... Basically told to sit behind Cherry Evans playing Origin. You go to Melbourne, he plays. He's the number one at Melbourne, so he's the go-to. Is it? Is that? Do you think that's affecting his game? And how good is he at Melbourne? Absolutely. because so, he's in charge at Melbourne. Yeah. He's the one calling the shots. Going up there, your seven. Gen, well, you want your seven to be in charge. So I'll just I'll just jump back quickly to what I meant there. We're splitting up that up the Panthers duo for Australia. I'd like to see them have a crack. See, what, there, keep what are your there. thoughts but, on, but, on Meninga's call? But then, but then jumping back to just what you were saying, uh, they were talking about maybe Cherry Evans playing in the Australian squad. If no, that happens, no way. Yeah, no. There, was, there was talk about. No. I read it. I was like, you're fucking kidding me. 
Yeah, there's no way he'll get a start there. See, and that's Meninga's blown up about Luai playing for for Samoa. I want to see Luai play for Samoa. I don't want to see Luai play for, for New South Wales. I think those rules and laws, and obviously he's one of these ones that comes in and can play for both. I want him to say, I want to play for Samoa. I want to make my country stronger. Yeah. A bit like I know he's not in Origin, but JT uh, Fafita back. That's Tonga. Yeah, um, absolutely. Playing for, Andrew Fafita. Yeah, playing, playing Tonga, for Tonga. Yeah. You know, they need to strengthen that. And that, that's only going to make that international game better. Yep. But then you see the backlash. Speaking of that, you see the backlash of when Tom Malolo said, I'm not going to play for Australia, I'm going to play for Tonga. And people were fucking roaring. Oh, everyone's against it. The whole world was against it. Until they seen how good he made that Tongan side. Mm. And now the talk is we need to get these Pacific Island nations strong to make the international game strong. Whereas once upon a time... They were, well, he's, here it is They're frowning upon him For playing for Samoa And not Australia Yeah His yeah. choice 100% 100% yeah. I'm pretty sure Jared Hayne did the same He played He did Numerous games for Australia And then gone Well I'm going to play for Fiji if and, he, the, and, it, and it built Because you They actually put up a, a fair fight In a couple of their games A couple yeah. of years ago And to be honest If he was to Pledge to Australia I think Munster gets in ahead of him. Yeah, if we're playing in a World Cup, he may get one or two games. Yep. But I'd pick Munster as my six for Australia, ahead of Luai, even if it is the combination with him and Cleary. Um, so he's going to get guaranteed starts in, in Samoa. And he's only, uh, Samoa, yeah. And he's only going to make that team better. Whereas the Australian side, you know, I don't think he makes it any better than, than what Munster could. So, How goes Munster with his one-on-one steals? And that, yeah, yeah. For, for someone yeah. who's, who's you, you look at the size of some some second rowers that he stripped the ball off, yeah, and and he's he's not a very big dude, but you know he's, uh, whether he reads it right when they're just about ready to to roll to release, get ready to play the ball, whether it just happens then and there, but yeah, he's free. And his little play there for the kick for Addo Carr, that try off the quick tap, uh, just great, just great awareness. If Teddy was out of the line, you know. J- Adokar had to stop to pick it up and still got across the line. Just things like that, you know. And he just doesn't get that opportunity at the moment in Queensland because New South Wales is so dominant, I think. So, uh, Have we got a Maldi for this one, boys? I, I wrote one down, so... I do. You do? J-Rod's looking at us blankly, so we'll, we'll, we'll do ours <laughs> first, Chess. I'll quickly whip one up. All right, I'll start off with the... I'll go, I'll go Blues first. New South Wales. All right, Blue Men, 13+. plus. Fox Turbo and Cam Murray, any timers? That's playing a neat twelve dollars. Have you got one for each? I do. Oh, okay, I don't. I've only got the one. Oh, do you? Yeah, because last time we only had the Orit one game. Remember? That's right. That's why we did the three. Yeah, so being, just give us your best one. What's being your, being what's greedy. One? Well, I got a big one for Queensland. Any of the cockroach haters out there? Jump on this one. Queensland one to twelve. Ponga and Capewell, any timers? Seventy four fifty. <laughs> wow. Uh, Ponga features in mine, so I've got uh, New South Wales. No, hang on. What I've got, I've got Turbo, Fox, Latrell, and Ponga. He's their only threat that I can see. Uh, I think the only points either come off him and or Munster, uh, but I've thrown Ponga in. He was exceptional on his return for Newcastle last week. That one's paying nineteen fifty. So just to recap, Turbo, Fox, Latrell, Ponga, all anytime try scorers, $19.50. I actually put that bet on today as well before those odds come in, so... Pretty happy with that one. This is a little salty. This is one I've just whipped up in about uh, 20 seconds. New South Wales, 13-plus. Latrell Mitchell anytime. And I've got Payne Huss in there as an anytime try, try scorer for $17 flush. And I think Payne Huss is well doable. He actually, him and Saifi actually had a couple of charges on the line and got very close, very close. Big crash ball. Yeah. He's a bloody good player too, um, Payne Huss. He's, his performance in that Broncos win last week yep. against the Sharks. Uh, was just just astronomical. So. Talking about trying to save for feeder and and plays at the at the Broncos, he's that's the player you need to keep. Mm, yep. If you're going to build, if you're going to build a squad, you need someone who's going to go forward, someone in the middle, and someone behind to back it up. As in a fullback, you know, and you've got to have good forwards to go forward. Otherwise, you're kicking from your own half. It's like playing a game of fucking table tennis against the wall. It's just coming back at you all the time. He's the sort of bloke you want to keep. Have you heard any more news on Kevin Wilder's wish list? His little players he's trying to get? No, but I'd, I'd reckon the pressure cooker's on. I reckon the steam's hitting him. They'll be better next year. They've got to be. Reynolds is going there. Um, got Kate Well now going there as well. Chuck in Payne Huss, like you said. Katoni Staggs is back, and if he can stay fit and healthy, 
Um, would you keep Tessa Nui at fullback? I would, well, unless they get, unless they get another fullback, yeah, I, I can't He's see why well. you why you get rid of him. Um, they've obviously missed out on Nico Hines there, but they, they'll be better next year. They they have to be. Um, rid of Lodge, they'll get rid of um, Pengai Junior as well. Going. That'll free up a bit of cash, so they'll, they'll have a bit of money to go out and spend. Just depends on who's on the market, what they're looking for. I think they need a good number nine, to be honest. Um, I'll ask a question. Ben Iken goes to Brisbane and he says, my first signing, he goes, I'll be ringing Capewell straight away. Do you reckon he'd already run Capewell? I think it was in the play. It had to. Had to be. I think it was in the play and it was a very public uh, acknowledgement of that. Do you think when that he, he might have been statement. sitting at home just, and as soon as iken has gone, I'm going to go for Capewell? Do you reckon his eyes pricked and the squint winked a bit? Because I, I always thought the rule was you're not allowed to to, to, to negotiate players until October. No. no, it might be the first week of September. No, I think it was June 30. June 30, is it? June 30. Oh, mate, just make me look like an idiot. That's all right. <laughs> wouldn't be the first. It won't um, be the last. That had to be in the paper, in, in no, the pipeline. pipeline. Had, yeah, to be. had to be. He wouldn't have said that Discovery's tracks. Yeah, yeah. I'd yeah. say. Uh, Made him look like a genius, though, didn't it? Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. I'd, not I remember reading something last week on Pengai Jr., I think he's he's free to go. Yeah. yeah, he'll end up at the Tigers, I think, um, which I don't know if that's the best place. No, sorry. I don't know if he is the best signing for the Tigers. I'd be saving my cash and throwing it to Finucane, even if you only get two years out of him. I think you could then maybe keep him on in some other capacity to build that club um, culture, as they, as they talk about, whereas I don't think you can do that with Pengai Jr., even though you get more years out of him. But... Hey, is what it is. Do you I need something there. Fuck, Madge is aged. Oh, oh fucking hell, poor cunt. I feel so I've sorry seen for that him. thing over the last like, three or four years. It had him from yeah. like 2018 or yeah. seven, whatever it was. He to looks now. like an old man. Yeah. Looks like he's been through one of those things where they see a ghost or a it, supernatural it thing. It dead set looks like they've got a Snapchat filter on the camera every time. <laughs> yeah, you know those ones that make you old. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, poor fella. Um, match. Do you think Pangai Junior going to the Tigers? Do you think that when you add it up, if he's at um, at the Broncos, right, and there's so much going wrong and it just seems to be so little care and just, you know, players seem to be doing whatever the fuck they want whenever they want um, and, and you know, there's so much trouble with the board. The club's too worried about the board than what they are about players, so to speak. But now, obviously, that'll change now that Lycan's in charge calling shots. Do you think by him going somewhere maybe like the Tigers where things are a little stricter, um, people are held a little bit more accountable, so to speak, do you think that may better him? I don't know if that if that statement's true, mate. Like, if you think about the Tigers and, like I said, being held accountable, they're getting whipped every week and they're, they're coming out. You know, go back to that Tommy Radonikus game with the fucking Cowboys and they were getting booed off at half time. Like, if you can't get up for a game of that, you know, nature, then I just don't know what's going to get you up for a game. And, and to be honest, I, I don't rate Luke Brooks much. Uh, I did give him a rap the other week. He did play really well, but I don't think he's the kind of halfback that Pengai Jr. needs to play his best football. That's just my opinion. And they might go there and they might fucking win the comp next year and I'll have you know, cake on my face. But well, I don't think you will, but <laughs> You know which half I think would suit Pengai Jr. down to a T? Mitchell Pierce. Remember how he runs those, those little, those, those dummy passes to those little short... And because he's not afraid to take a forwards. hit, that's why. He'll have him come and running behind him on those little angles, angles. and stuff and popping them up. Which is what he, he loves doing those yeah. plays. All he has he's, to do he's done it everywhere. He's all he has to do is every now once or twice is to go himself and people will be committed to Pengai. That's right. Right he, he needs to turn Pengai Junior needs to turn into the um Tyson Frizzell. Yep. You know what I mean? Run that hard straight line, run use it as a decoy three, four times, bang, hit him in the gap will open. You know what I mean? And vice versa. Hit him three or four times, then out the back. And yeah, yeah Pierce is probably a good call there. Funny you say that. And this is one thing at Para I'll point out. So being a Para, I watch all their games and I watch them fairly closely. You watch when Mitchell Moses or Dylan Brown, how many line breaks they make. The players that are on the outside, you've got people like Regan Campbell-Gillard, Junior Paulo, Nathan Brown, those big boys that are running off them. And it's that one that they don't give. And because they're so quick and sharp, it's off the right or the left foot. Gaps open real quick. And when players are committed, when you've got someone the size of Pangai Jr., Regan Campbell-Gillard, um, you know, Josh 
Papali or Papali'i, when you've got players like that that are running at you, you've got to commit. And if you don't commit, you're gonna they're going to go over the top of you. So if you're committed to wedge someone, then that the little man just jinx. Yeah. And like you said, that, that could actually suit him. So yeah, someone with that sort of style, mm. like, you boys know what I mean with that. And Luke style. Brooks, yeah, that little, that that gives little up. pop. Yeah. He loves him. He loves him. And he's got the best timing for him. He's always good with doing that. Yeah, and to do that though, you've got to be committed to take a hit. Yeah, you got yeah. to be prepared to to just cop one that you know that they don't fall for it and you get copped. Whereas I don't think Brooks nah, prepared was, to do that. Nah. Toyos was good for that. Getting off track here was Darren Lockyer as well. He mm. was good putting those forwards in the good spots. Really good. That's why he's one of the best. Pity, yep. pity he just can't kick uh, conversions in his uh, bloodstone boots. Yeah. Or R.M. Williams. Did you well, see that the well other week? Fuck, that was funny. He said a Texas long all the oh, time. Fuck. <laughs> one that didn't tear the fork in his, in his hilarious. on the way over. <laughs> uh, anyway, boys, we're gone well over time. Do you have a little shit list, J-Rod? Uh, I was just the George, but there. at the same time, I can't really frown upon him because I enjoy it. You know, it's just a sorry point. And, and you know, the, the biggest problem is this. we'll hear about this for the next hour for long. This will be the talking point of this season, but... Until yeah. until someone else fucks up. Damn you, St. George. Yeah. Damn you. Uh, all right, as always, thanks for listening. Uh, we've gone way over time, but uh, thanks for staying with us. We do appreciate it. Remember, word of mouth is our best form of advertising, so if you do enjoy the podcast, please tell all your friends. Let them know about it and uh, get on board. Hopefully you've got some winners up over the season and, and get a few more this week as well with our tips. Uh, and until next time, as always, stay on side and don't text in. Drive.